count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Try told, try told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome gang, to the Grindcast. Simon Arias here. Get ready. It's a new day. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. We got special guests in the house. We got, of course, we got Big Perm. What's up, y'all? We got Isaac Greeley in the house. Come on, Isaac. And 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 we got Evan, new to the grind cast. Evan Boris. Yes, Evan Boris. Evan Evan, Evan Boris in the house. And and so I'm gonna briefly uh reintroduce Isaac. Uh Evan is one of the best striking coaches uh in, in the area from, from Toronto, making a huge impact in the uh MMA world, a huge impact in a lot of people's lives. Uh Isaac uh, former uh, NCAA All-American uh, wrestler, uh, multiple-time uh, runner-up national champ, rolling in the national champ, just won uh, Pan Ams, uh, silver Pan Ams, yes, right? So silver on. medal Pan Ams this year. 45 years old, rolling rolling like he's 25 years old. 25, he's no. also a chiropractor and doctor uh, by, by trade, Dr. Greeley over here. But his biggest passion is being a doctor on the mats, and he's I impacting so many, so many people on and off the mats. And uh, these two dynamics. Dynamic duo in the MMA world, and uh, whenever you see the Mat Factory stamp, uh, which Isaac runs the Mat Factory, whenever you see the uh, Mat Factory stamp, and people are people are fighting, you know, more often than not, they're probably going to come out uh, on top uh, at some of those things. So, Isaac, uh, if if you wouldn't mind, maybe just give us a quick intro of of uh, Evan. Yeah, Evan Evan uh, Striking Concepts, aka Striking Concepts. Yes. Um, Met Evan uh, a number of years ago now. He was uh, actually uh, living in South Florida. He was coaching uh, one of my old guys, Dominic Mazzotta. Um, developed a very close relationship. Um, you know, just just hit it off great. Um, had a, a lot of mutual respect. Um, and then, uh, you know, just led us today. Evan can kind of lead into it, but he lives in, in Canada. Um, right now, Canada. And uh, they, they're uh, a little bit on lockdown, Locked so I, I talked. I talked to them. Say, say, come down to Pittsburgh. Let's let's train some MMA fighters. So we've been having a blast the last few months, and uh, really laved, really raised our level, um, all around level of game with our with our fighters. And uh, you know, couldn't be more proud of that. Let's dig in. Let's 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 go straight forward. So, uh, Isaac, how how do you train your mind? Um, to do what it is that you want it to do. You know, so much of, of grappling and, and, and fighting, we were just talking downstairs about the wrestling grind is, is, is mental. How do you overcome that mental aspect? What advice would you give? I mean, the mental side of it is, you know, 90% for sure. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is I like to embrace the suck myself. If I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be a coach, uh, my philosophy is I got to be in the grind with the guys. Oh, I like that. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the grind. I appreciate the suck. Um, you know, I take uh, a wrestler's mindset with, with me in life. And, uh, I, you know, never, I don't think I'll ever, ever change. You know, it's bred into me at a young age. And um, I think to keep my mind sharp, I got to make sure that I'm, I'm sharpening the sword at all times. So. That's kind of where I come come from 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 that side of things. I think the one of the, you know, two things that sticks out to me about what's different about you is is that not only are you mid forties, but just still 
crushing everybody out right. there on the mats, but just grind, active dude. with your people right. like that. You know, not just mama. coaching from the sidelines, but just actively yeah. out there doing the, doing the deal. On, on a right, the passion. You could just feel the the, the love, level. the passion, different the energy, yeah. all of all of that Crazy. stuff. And then the care that you bring, you know, which which connects with that passion mm -hmm. of just the care you could feel the how much love. he cares about what he's doing, how much Come he cares on. about the people, the passion, all of that stuff. So you know, part of that is, you know, you, you talked about this past week. Uh, you had three fighters, you know, fight. You guys came out two and one. Uh, two fighters won. One part of the process is, is uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Um, you know, maybe, Evan, could you talk to us a little bit about, you know, failure and how you think that relates to, to success? I know you've trained some of the best fighters in the world, and not, not every one of them goes undefeated, That's right? That's right. Like, especially in MMA, it's a situation where, you're always gonna go it's just a matter of time but you're always gonna go just because the 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 amount that goes in the amount of different elements that go into mixed martial arts you're gonna get matched up m maybe along the way where your development isn't there yet um like kamar usman if you look at his record he's got a loss to this dude that you've never heard of in an organization called cfa and what that did for him was allow him to go oh man i can get submitted too even though i'm a you know nia champion even though i'm this great wrestler even though i'm uh, you know u.s representative i got these, these great skills i can still get submitted too okay mm. all right hold up what do i gotta do let me let me engineer this thing a little differently yes um so everybody's always gonna go uh more or less but it lets you know who you are right like i wanted to be us I swore I was going to be the best Canadian that ever did Muay Thai. And then I was going to go into boxing. And then I was going to go into kickboxing. I was going to do all these things. You find yourself cut open and having to rebuild from surgery. And then you, you figure out, like, who do I really want to be? What do I really want to do? Oh, I really want to, you know, devote my life to martial arts. Or this is my calling. And uh, until you have a setback, you can tell God your plans all you want. Right. He'll just laugh at you. You know, Come and you on. find yourself coming out of a operation or coming off of a hard loss, or your girl leaves you, or the you girl leave you. you. Nah, it's a problem then, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that girl leaves something going down, right? You lose, you killing everything. You lose your job. Yeah, yeah you mad, you angry. You yeah. got to deal with that, but you got to know yourself, right? And failure, failure forces you to take that hard look and look at yourself and say, who, who do I want to be and how do I want to get there? Now, do you guys ever get like mad that want to like beat somebody's ass, like for real, for real, like? You know, they like say, in real life? Like, yeah, yeah. After, you know, like like when you're working, you say, would you want to like whoop somebody's ass? Like, man, I really want to fuck you up, man. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I think Coach be getting his, his moments. Yeah. He don't yeah. let nobody yeah. know. No, no. way. Come he on. don't let he nobody gets mad? know, but you gotta he, get mad he, he be getting his moments. Yeah. No. Hey, Never. there's Come a story. For all those at the Math Factory, there's a story about the time Coach Greeley kicked everybody up out the gym. Oh. Everybody had to go. So everybody had to everybody go? Had oh, to that's go. a bad day. Why was that day? Oh. It was a bad day? A little bit if, about it. Tell us a little bit about it. Maybe like a second of it. I mean, how'd I mean, you get ever, so ever, mad? Yeah, like how? I know I would I feel know. like you know he gives you that, but because he gives so much love to yeah, the place, yeah, it's almost yeah. like that. Oh, I let him down. And that's type what deal. people say. People say I, feel, I can't. I feel like I, I let him down. Betray coach, right, I can't right, betray I can't, coach. Right? I do it for coach. Uh, I Until mean, he kicked everybody out. It yeah. happens. It I mean, you off. What yeah, happened? You can. My wife could tell you. You know, I have a line I don't like to cross. So. 
Uh, I'm a 10 to 1 guy, 10 positive to 1 negative. I like to be, that's my, kind of my personal philosophy. But, you know, if I get to, get to that line and that, that negative's there, you know, one out of 100 times, and it's going to be pretty explosive. So, mm. I mean, it happens. Um, mm. You know, my, I coach wrestling for 20 years now, and uh, they, my, all my wrestlers know they've all, every generation has seen it at least once, that side of me. Um, but you know it's there. You know it's, it's, there. it's never going to leave me. No. It's who I, it's what made me who I was. Right. No road rage. Fire in you. No, I haven't had road rage. But do you? I, I, no. Perm's getting better. Perm, he used to Perm argue does. with people. He get me nervous I, out there. Yeah, Perm start oh, arguing with people yeah. on the road. I'm oh, like, Perm. Yeah, they get on my nerves. It's stressful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Man, get, he starts arguing with him. Yeah, he's too nice. Like, I can't Damn. see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets mad too. Because they try like to hit you. me and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? He's, he's like you. Line, yeah. Tell me this as a coach, man, Isaac. What 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 most commonly stops people with talent? You know, people that you see that are super talented. You know, Evan and I talk about this a lot. Number one, um, yeah, he can he can dive into this is like unrealistic goal setting. You know, we talk about that. Um, you know, being true to themselves. Uh, you know, what do you mean unrealistic goal setting? I mean, we get guys that come in the gym all the time, and you know, they want to be UFC champion in two years, and we're like, well, that's that's a lot. But that's it's also lot. vague. I mean, it's, it's also vague. very vague, yeah. Yeah. right? Like yeah. to say, I want to be a millionaire. Right. I want to be rich. That doesn't mean nothing. Right. Yeah. How, sure. how are you going to do it? What how step you are you going to take? Right. Yeah. What does it require? We got to be able to reverse engineer. I got to be able to see it from the root to the fruit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So like from the root to the fruit. I like that though. I wish Come I came on. up with it. I stole that. I like it though. Uh, I like, it. like a guy. I love to use Camaro because he's a guy that I saw so early on that was like, oh man, I got to work on this jab. He won a world title with the jab. He defended a world title mm -hmm. with the jab. Like okay yeah he did many other things along the way but he he recognized man small gloves I gotta I gotta understand the defense I gotta understand the distance I gotta understand how this incorporates into my wrestling I gotta work and work and work and work mm -hmm. on these little things because he saw the vision of how it would get to the big things right. you know what I'm saying right. yes doing the little things right little, that's it so what else I, I think uh, you know. Obsession, you know, the, the most obsessed. talented guys got to be obsessed. You got to be obsessed. You got to be obsessed. And if you have those goals and you know obsessed. how to set them, you're doing little things, you're working on your fundamentals, and you're obsessed, you know, you're spending every waking hour thinking about your goals. That's, that's going to, you know, that's going to, you know, expose your talent. You know, you're going to be able to have a chance at achieving those great things. Um, because there's a hundred, you got to realize there's a hundred to, to a thousand of you out there mm. that want it. There's a hundred to that a thousand in your yeah. weight class in the world that want it. You think you want it? They want it just as bad. It's going to be the little things that pay the off. Small things start so to the separate small you. things. Are definitely, you know, I've been luckily been around a few, you know, really gifted athletes, um, and I've seen guys not reach their potential. You know, which is it's it's heartbreaking, um, and I've seen guys exceed their potential. So I think talent. Um, What's the biggest couple things of people that don't reach their potential? Oh, sacrifice. Why? The S word. That's sacrifice. Sacrifice. They don't want to sacrifice. Everybody wants to be at home with, with their girl for dinner. Everybody <laughs> yeah. does. Everybody sure. wants to sleep Everybody. on Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to go to practice. You don't want to go to wrestling practice. It sucks. It hurts. You got to spar the next day. It sucks. It hurts. But the guys who do get to the places you want to go. So... What you say and what you do got to line up, mm -hmm. or you're going to end up ass out. Right. Yes. I think that's it. That's the word, sacrifice. What yeah. you say you want and yeah. what you're willing to do and, and, and give For up sure. in order to get it. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's, the, key, that's the key. How do you overcome self-doubt? You know, you probably get a lot of people that 
you know, have a little bit of doubt and you turn those people into animals mm-hmm. sometimes. How, how do you overcome help helping people that have a little bit of self-doubt? I, mean, I want to do it. I yeah. want to do it. Don't hurt me like this, boss. Yeah, I think every, I mean, you lie if you don't have self-doubt. That's a part of the process. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've suffered from that myself. I mean, it's it's tough, especially when you're in a uh, competitive combat sports. I mean, it's it's you versus them. You mm. know, you're out there on the stage, um, wrestling, grappling, MMA. It's uh, boxing, anything like that. It's there's a ton of self doubt that creeps in, especially the closer the competition that you get. Everyone can say two months out, like I'm gonna I'm winning this fight, I'm knocking this guy out, or I'm gonna you know I'm gonna win this championship. But when it gets closer and it gets real, your nerves start creeping in. Self doubt starts really creeping in. I think the important things are having certain people in place in your life. You know, having a strong faith in God, huge, huge, um, just to help you, you know, with with, with everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, having good coaches that understand that self-doubt creeping in and to, to shove it down, you know, to, to nip that in the bud. I think that's super important to have those kind of people in your life. Um, and then, you know, reading, studying, um, looking at other people that are champions, understanding their mindset, what makes separates them. Um, and I think a little bit of self-doubt is healthy too. I don't think it's something that you gotta like completely ignore. I think that gives you put, gives you that edge when you go into a competition. You know, <coughs> going to anything challenging, you have that little bit of self-doubt to to really like stand up to it. I think that's an important thing because it makes you sharp. So, wow. can I add to that? Real yeah, quick? please do. So, I think what what Coach was was referring to is all excellent, and uh, I think that when you combine that with preparation. Um, a lot of it takes care of itself. For example, we had a guy who, you know, this guy would ask me if it's the right time to go to the bathroom or if it's the right time, you know, to, to breathe. The littlest things, he was, he was squeezing every muscle super tight, you know. But for eight weeks in a row, he showed up on time. He did the right things. We drilled specific, specific things. And a certain point along the way, he started to see himself not as maybe but as definitely you know yes and then we walk so much work put in that you that you start to believe so much because you put in so much work and then he takes that walk and the cage door closes and it comes off and he comes back and he goes coach how'd that happen i said you did it every step of the way you visualized it you saw it from the root to the fruit you drilled it you built it you failed at it you failed. Gotta fail. He failed at yep, it. Yeah, part of the it process. Didn't, it didn't just come out the box sure. ready to work, right? Right, right. But he had failed and overcome, failed and overcome, failed and overcome, failed and overcome, failed. Bam. Bam. Love it. Blossoms. Now, how long have you been doing this, Evan? Uh, I got in, I'm 35, about to be 36. I got into martial arts about 12, 13, really started at 15, so that's where I'm at, 20 years. Oh. Perm, root or fruit? Pick one. Root. I knew you was going with the root. There was no <laughs> doubt about that. You was going with the root, dog. So, Isaac, what 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 steps would you take to develop somebody? And then I want to hear from you, too, Evan. What, what steps would you take to develop somebody with no experience? Like, if, if I came in. Fundamentals. Oh, you know, skills. Here we, we go. Skill work. All right. So, I think that... Uh, if you came in, first thing we'd have to do is... In. You got to stop is. smoking all yeah. them black and mouth, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We like we like per- Pat and Perm down when he comes into the math factory. Yeah. Make sure he's. Make yeah. sure you don't have nothing on. <laughs> Ain't nothing on uh, you, brother. Is it all right? Come on. We got, we have the gear for him. We're ready to go. We got everything ready. Uh, but yeah, hey, is that the next podcast? The recap of Perm's first wrestling practice. That'd be, uh, yeah, fundamental jujitsu is where we're starting them. We we got oh, that. Oh, you started them light. Yeah, you started yeah. light. Yeah. 
So I think fundamentals, you know, we have a system. I think that most uh, successful, you know, martial arts schools have. Um, I think you got to teach the fundamentals, the skills that you think you feel are very important to what your system, or your philosophy is. Um, and then, you know, that's something that even our most advanced guys do on a daily basis. Um, so I think starting there, starting small, um, just kind of like w having them help them understand the concepts behind the, s the skills and why we're doing it, like Evan likes to say. Um, you know, know the why, understand the why, and then kind of like move from there to more skills, more skills until you kind of have a round, a pretty round understanding of what's going on. And then from there, usually at that, that, that point, someone's ready to take off with, with the sport. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that I would add to that is is uh, you got to assess what you got. And sometimes that's like a big undertaking, and sometimes that's as simple as like the questions I asked you today. Where's your personality? What, what You know, are you an R&B guy? Are you a smooth jazz guy? Because, like, the mix I might make for you is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm so, R&B cat myself. Oh, we know you a lover. <laughs> yeah, I'm an R&B cat myself. Everybody see Perm know he a lover, right? Yeah, I'm a lover, not a fighter, baby. Um... You stumped me with the Ninja Turtles. I, I just I, I couldn't remember what everybody did. I just I remember that and I was like, Yeah, but I mean for Donatello for all the geeks <laughs> for all the geeks out there, like a Raphael dude gonna be way different than a Leonardo dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? It's gonna yeah. be real different. What else yeah. I asked him? I asked him, I said, Hey, if you were a superhero in your own movie, right? And you're one on one, right? You about to knock this guy off the roof, what you gonna hit him with? He said, Oh, I'm gonna hit him with the overhand right. I said, Okay, what's that telling me? They're telling me he's aggressive. It's, he's not looking for a counter. He's not looking for uh, uh, something slick. No, he, he wants to take it to your neck. You know what I mean? Because I can train a guy to do pretty much anything, but at the end of the day, he's going to be him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you adapt to that style. So I have to. Right. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I can't turn you into point Dexter. You're not point what's, Dexter. What's super unique to me about, about Evan and the little bit of time that I've spent around him is just <laughs> how I could see why you're so good because you're so smart. Right. Like, I could just tell how intellectual you are with the game and then how you can do things like that. Like, all right, this is this person's skill set or strength. I'm going to just adopt and build a game plan around that person. Um, very unique from others, you know, that I've seen and spent time with. That's the one thing that jumps off the off the scene to me uh, about you is just the the intellect and intelligence that you have around the game, game planning and stuff like that. I could see you just crushing that, you're, that aspect you're in of it. You're in leadership. You've been leading a long time. If you treated everybody the same, actually, we were talking about this at lunch. If you treat everybody the same, you're going to get mitigating results. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, you talked about buy-in, trust, loyalty, right? If, if, if I'm tailoring my approach to you, I think it's much more likely that you're going to buy in. Now, that makes my job easier. That makes the likelihood of success much higher. Right. You know, you're now we're working together instead right. of working against each other. Speaking of working together, so there's, you know, people will come to you and they'll work with you on, you know, the, the, for everybody has different goals. Yeah. Let's say somebody comes to you and says they want to be uh, a world champion. And you're explaining to them, you know, the sacrifice, the mindset, the training, the recovery schedule, you know, all of that stuff. How would you role play that conversation out if somebody looks at you and says, hey, I want to be a world champ? What do you what do you want to what do you feel like they need to understand that they're saying? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're saying that they want to have something so exceptional, so incredible. We were just in a seminar uh, downstairs where uh, part of your team was saying, dream big. You can't dream big enough. Well, some people can't even see past their own block. They can't see the world. 
Some people can't see past their own gym to see a world title. They can say it, but can they see it? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to see what it takes. Um, most of the work gets done in the dark. Most of the work gets done without the likes, without the gratification, without the glory. So I think what I try to get across to people is if you enjoy the journey, right? If you just enjoy showing up to the gym and busting your butt to be the best that you can be, then the likelihood of you accomplishing some great things Good. Mm-hmm. is much greater. What are mm-hmm. some things I got to sacrifice <laughs> to be a world champ? What do I got to go. do? I mean, I think the biggest thing is... is prioritizing where we put our time and attention because there's always going to be another text message you can answer there's always going to be another like there's always going to be another photo you can post yes but i mean too old too soon we get old too late we get smart we have a very limited amount of time on this rock we have a very limited amount of time in this day we got to get after it um it doesn't mean you burn the candle at both ends 24 hours a day you know 52 weeks out of the year it's not going to work it's not sustainable yep um, but you have to make the most of your training schedule and set micro goals to meet macro goals so that we can review and improve. Love it. Improve. What do you think? I'm motivated. I want to be right, a world right, champ. Right, Somebody says, I want to be a world champ. Ta- talk to me I about, mean, I've had these conversations. give me the hard stuff. Yeah. Give me the stuff that, that people don't want to hear. What stuff do they need to hear that they don't want to hear? I mean, number one, it's, uh, you your know. Your wife ain't going to like it. Yeah. Wife your wife ain't going to like it. Gonna like yeah. it. <laughs> That's the first one. Uh, the first rule is this. Why ain't wife your wife going to like it? Why, why would well, you say that? Because it's the truth. Why? It why? is the truth. Why? Well, it's not that she may or may not like it, but the... You're in a relationship, so she has her idea of what the relationship's going to look like. You have your idea of what the relationship's going to look like. But you're also married to the success. You're married to the game to a certain amount of time. Mm. So you realize, oh, I got 15 years of athletic potential. I got maybe maybe 17 years of athletic potential. I got to go. I'm sorry, sweetie. I can't watch Home and Garden TV. I can't. Like, I got to go now, right? And uh, sometimes people... They agree with the the end goal, but how we get there is different, right? They say, we need a balanced relationship. Well, yeah, when you look back on the balance of the relationship, some years it's going to be 70% you and 30% her, and the other years it's going to be 30% you. Like, if there's a child coming or something like that, it's not going to be 50-50 every day, right? And and, and so that's where the communication starts to have have to happen, and sacrifice on both parts has to happen, Mm. and you're not always going to like it. There's going to be some rainy seasons. Truth. You know? Love that. But that's sacrifice and dedication to a communal goal, right? What other things? What what don't, what what, what do they not want to hear? I mean, self-motivation is the key. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, I I can't want it for you. He can't want it for you. Your girlfriend can't want it for you. Your mom can't want it for you. You got to want it for yourself. You know, I've had these conversations with guys, um, and I, I hear their words. But you, you know, you you have a true tra- a true champion in front of you. They're telling you this. You're not telling them anything. They know already. There's no conversation that needs to be had. You know, if I'm telling you this is what you need to do, and you're taking notes on it, yeah, I can, uh, then you're gonna think about it and make your own decisions. But when you're telling me what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it and what your goals are and how you're gonna reach your goals, and that's a, that's a world champion. That's you know that's a champion in, in, in general in anything. So I think f- for me, for an athlete, if I see that self-motivated athlete that's mm-hmm. doing things in the dark that Evan's talking about, I don't even know you're in the gym. You don't need to tell me. I already know you're in the gym. I know what you're doing. 
I know you're eating the right things, getting your sleep, working on your recovery. I don't need to set your recovery schedule up. I don't need to tell you the days you need to take off. You know, that's the kind of athlete that can really become super successful in any 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 sport. Um, but for us, we get excited because, you know, I don't. Ha- I mean, some athletes need a little help at the beginning. You know, here's here's what we got to do. Here's how we set goals. Here's our training schedule. This is what I need you to do. This is you know these are your, this is your homework, and that's fine. That's part of the that's part of the process. But when they get to a certain point and they take over their own script and they're a straight line like we talked about this last time, they're not a square. They're not. They don't have four things they're focused on. They have the gym, mm. their family, and the in their craft. Right, and that's that, they're, they're the straight line to the gym and home, and they're spending time with their wives or girlfriends or whatever family. That's it. That's all they care about. They don't care about going out. They don't care about impressing anybody on social media. They don't care about anything. That's it. That's where they make quick growth because it happens so fast. I mean, I've seen guys like uh, that's the Usman. obsession. You got to be obsessed. Obsession. You know, so. you see guys like him. I was down at the gym. Oh, I saw him, you know, a couple years ago. Now he's a UFC champion. You know, I, you see guys, you know, even even some of the guys that uh, you know still have it, like poor Dustin Poirier, perfect example, like. He's still living that. You can tell by his, you know, his actions. You know, he still has that straight line. That's how he's able to, you know, go out Keep and do going. amazing things still at his age. And he's, he has, a, he's married. He's got a wife, very supportive family. Um, so I think like you can take lessons from that as well. So if you have someone in your corner, we you know we're going to talk about that. That's very, you know, if they're truly in your corner and they know it's seventy percent on you right now, we got we got bills that we got. This is our time to make hay. They're they're behind that. That's going to really help you make a lot of hay. Hey. 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 That's the first hey, time I, like I heard it. I like that. We want to make some hay. We make like some hay, dog. That's what we got to tell them. Perm. That's a Potter County. Potter County. That's what we want to make some hay, y'all. Count money, man. Stack riches. Trying to tell the mama beast, bud.